everyone, and welcome to Centennial College's COVID Conversations podcast, where we listen to stories from young people across the GTA about the ways the global pandemic has affected their lives. We will consult with experts for advice on how young people can navigate the most important issues that they're facing today, while still keeping safe during the pandemic and following government guidelines. In this podcast, we will discuss how COVID-19 has affected certain job markets and what young people can do to be successful coming out of the pandemic. My team member, Nathaniel Glassman, interviews our anonymous guest about instability of his current financial situation. Our guest expert is Dr. Tulsi Durrell, and he was named a Royal Bank of Canada's Top 25 Canadian Immigrant Award winner in 2019. He's a faculty member of Centennial College's School of Business and holds a PhD in marketing. Dr. Durrell helps our guest figure out a plan and some logical next steps towards a brighter future. Between February 11th and 16th, my team and I conducted a survey to discover how young people across the GTA were coping with COVID-19 and how they were navigating the global pandemic. On a scale from 1 to 10, over 58% of respondents rated their concern over finances at a 6 or above. Furthermore, nearly 29% of respondents reported a reduced income and over 30% reported being permanently or temporarily laid off. Clearly, these younger demographics are suffering financially as a result of COVID-19. Now let's listen to our guest's story about how he was affected. For the sake of privacy, this person will remain anonymous. He is a 28-year-old carpenter who works primarily on film sets. The following is what happened when COVID-19 hit. Me and my girlfriend, we went from Cambodia, flew to Japan. Uh, before Cambodia, we were both living in Japan. Um, got some stuff there. Went to Canada. Uh, tw- 12 hours after we landed in Canada, borders shut down. Um, and yeah, lockdown, everything is just like done. This is like March 12th, March 12th, I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. And yeah, so basically I just come back from like a two year, uh, you know, soul searching mission in asia and uh coming back to canada feeling very gung-ho very very ready to go and then everything just stops like no work not making any more money luckily i had some savings not enough obviously to live in back like where I used to live uh to move back in with my mom for several months um basically my situation right now is that I'm living in a basement apartment not too bad 800 bucks a month no 900 bucks a month 900 bucks a month I've been here since August, so I moved in like um, when things were still not like amazing, but things were a little bit open, I suppose, and there was a little bit of work to be had. Um, right now, I'm not working, 
and uh, that's a big bummer. Next week, I hope to be going back, but I'm not sure. Um, I did have about two weeks of work in the past two months. Luckily, he had steady work throughout November and December. Around Christmas time, though, his work went on a seven-week hiatus. Work has been significantly less consistent since the new year. He's trying to find ways to save in this unstable working landscape. Oh, I do have, like, been using some apps, one in particular called Mocha. I think the whole real point of this app is that it rounds up your purchases on your debit card. So all of the cents that are left over from purchases, like if it's, you know, you bought something that's like a dollar fifty, it's gonna put fifty cents into that like mocha savings account. So I think that's like their main thing, but yeah, for me right now it's not I'm not banking a lot of cash off those uh cents right now. No. Because I'm not spending a whole bunch of money. So trying to learn about the stock market. I mean, that's not, I don't know if that's really like saving money, depending on how you do it. Like, I don't know, long term or gambling. I'm not much of a gambler. So <laughs> I'm not great with uh, the finances. Never have been, but I'm trying. Yeah, what else can you do? Yeah, man. Not to mention financial literacy is something that you don't just acquire no. naturally, kind of. You know, you, there is a, If nobody teaches a, you about it, then yeah, you're going to have a hard time. Due to family issues, this person's financial situation was unstable before COVID. The pandemic has only made his pre-existing situation more difficult. I, like I needed to take care of my family before I left uh, Canada. I was doing some some life stuff that required me to spend a lot of money that I didn't have. So I went into debt. And then when I no longer needed to to bear the, you know, the financial responsibilities for my family, I just left Canada and got out of there, did my, my own thing. Now, when I got back to Canada, the debt was still there because like a young foolish person, I just sort of ignored it. And now, um, it was funny though, because they didn't call me for a long time. And then as soon as I started working, they started calling me. Or as soon as Serb ended. I mean, they both happened at the same time. I don't know why. Maybe they know that I start working and then they, that I'm making money and things in my bank account are happening and then they start calling me. I don't know. But you know, I don't have any money to give these people and they're trying to 
you know, squeeze deadlines and dates out of me and stuff like that. But like, I don't, I don't, I can't, all I can give them is a guess. And then, you know, it, that date comes up and they call me and so I don't have the money. And then they start like asking for like other dates and, you know, it never ends. Right. I mean, I understand why, like I signed a contract with a company and like, I owe the money for that contract, but yeah, I don't know. It's just, yeah, it's my own fault, but I guess. But now that there's no, steady work like you can't even begin to try and repay the debt so it just continues to build and build throughout this time uh yeah i'm sure there's interest accumulating on it yeah um uh yeah. So it's just, it's only continuing to grow. And there's nothing seemingly I can do about it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like, uh, I don't know, man. So, so can I just guess you are, are you 25 to 30 is range? Yes. Okay. That is a, you don't have to worry too much because you are still very productive. You could go back to school. I have so many students in that age, they come to the school, especially my suggestion to you, like a centennial, uh, since you have a carpenter, uh, you, you, the, the like experience, maybe that may not have a big market uh, right now. Maybe you can move, you can switch the, your, your, you yes, know, I've been thinking different. about, uh, architecture. Yeah. So my suggestions to you, you know, since, uh, like, um, the artificial intelligence AI is a very booming type of business is now so many, even people were talking about whatever that you had a traditional type of job that those jobs are going to be disappear. Trust me, if this pandemic happened for another few years, then all those jobs, what people were doing, that is gone. There are going to be new jobs coming in the market. You have of course. Businesses is booming, right? And those restaurants who are relying on the customers coming inside in their pub or bar, those businesses is gone now. So this is why the, the train, the economy, is moving towards a different direction than the traditional way. Whatever the experience you do have, trust me, my friend, that may not have a big market right now. It may not happen again. See, since I'm all over the world, so my suggestion to you, my friend, since you are Canadian, you, your age is under 30, it is still you have a really good potential that go back to school, do some, don't go just my passions. I like this course. Don't go that way. The market is most important. If you can sell right. yourself, if you can sell yourself, then you are secure. If you cannot sell yourself, I mean, selling yourself means your talent, your knowledge. Yes. You can sell it. You got to move on that way, my friend. Trust me. 
If you go back to college, go for a six month or one year program. Uh, I don't suggest to go to university. That is too long. Yeah, that's that was a big uh, issue for me also. That I yeah, and didn't it, really want to go to a four year program. Yeah, and even before, when I was yeah. about like twenty four, when I was no, doing that's going to be too much. And then also you're going to have a big financial burden as well. You're taking money from the OSHAP. You have a huge amount of financial. I know, but I mean, the idea that. is that you can make more money after yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Where are these colleges? Go Centennial. They have so many different programs. Um, and then just look around those the programs and uh, before you selecting that, maybe try to contact with those kind of the, uh, the coordinators or the advisors. Tell them what is the market of this type of program. You must be focused on market rather than your knowledge. If right. you sell it, focus on that way. You know, my suggestion is in the pandemic, even you, for, for sure, the summer would be totally online, even the fall. Uh, but would it, would you would you suggest to go for the market over like I mean you're saying market over passion let's say yes uh, but but how much of a like a crossover is there like can there be zero passion and all market or does it have to be you know at least twenty percent passion let's say example you know the culinary arts you know you if you wanna you know Sentinel has a really good those hospitality business. They have a really good one. And right. George Brown has that the similar part of things. And then I am sure that I was, a long time ago I was teaching at George Brown and then those students who had that, immediately they get a job at the restaurants. So my suggestion to you, though you are a jazz musician, you work on the wood, but that may not have a big market. They may not have a big scope. Oh, no, like, there's no, even going into like doing the jazz stuff, I, I knew immediately that this is, this is not a viable career like, This is just your interest, option. my friend. This is your interest. You know, you should not just uh, give up your interest. Keep it that. But they not take you to the right direction or bright future. The surviving is a different thing. We don't want to just survive, okay? We want to be successful. To get a successful, you need to have a certain level of degree, certain level of qualification, certain level of credentials, and certain level of experience. And whereas you have experience, now you need a little extra credentials. And that's going to take you to the success side rather than just the surviving side. You are in the central point right now. You can't, you can't spend too much time on just going to school. Go for six month or one year program get that and immediately go to the job market. And but once you have in the job market, your, your income starts coming, then you can do part-time learning still, if you are interested. Right. So within a few years, you will have a really good, bright future. I, I suggest, and my prediction is kind of that. Right, so basically go for certi certifications and uh and thing qualification yes. sort of yes. thing rather than degree. Yes. And, uh, academic path, gotcha. Yes, yeah. And another part is your networking, you know. Suppose, let's say example, if I know somebody hiring that, I'm gonna, I'm gonna refer that to my student. So this is why you need to have a good networking. How you get networking? If you don't have a connection with those people, they would not give you reference, they would not suggest you go there, go there, 
And how likely do you think it is that somebody can take like a, a technician, like a, a degree, uh, not a degree, but a course in, yeah. let's say, uh, I don't know, uh, operating uh, CNC machines or like a CAD yes. course yes. or something like that, and then eventually yes. work their way up to the yeah. position that somebody who has a degree would have? Right. Is that possible? I mean, I, th I think it's possible for sure. But it is. It how, is possible. How often does this happen? So this, this happened, again, my point is um, for now, uh, as I mentioned that part, the few things we need to be very careful now, even after maybe in the summer, let's hope by summer or maybe fall, uh, the, the economy is gonna be normal, you know, there's no more pandemic, people gonna start coming back to the normal. Well, I can only hope so, yeah. That time, there's gonna be a lot of demand Yes. The workforce demand. So we better be ready, right? That time you must be ready for that. Yes. And don't go for just for the surviving type of job, man. We would not for that reason. We need to have a really extra knowledge, extra experience and qualification so that we can jump immediately to get the second stage. You know, the maybe get at least like a 40, 50, 60, 70K uh, your, your income. Don't go for $15 job. That is... We cannot survive with that much of money. Nobody. So no, they, of course not. Yeah. Even I would suggest if if right. possible, go to school as soon as possible in the this, this summer, summer uh, course. You can do it. You can take it. Uh, my suggestion is George Brown Centennial or Hummer for you. Hummer College is also not too far. Yeah. You know, no, I mean they're all close. Yeah, this is all very close by yeah, yeah. area. So, so just do it that. I know you, you my, my, again, look at those, all the, the, the programs, what they are offering and then see their market. They might have a chart. What is the percentage to get the job? 80%, 90% graduates are getting job within a few months, then jump on that type of program. Right. Hey, actually one, one last thing that about this subject that I just thought of now is that I'm, one other thing that, you know, I don't wanna end up 20 years from now, uh, something happens and then, you know, I don't have a degree or something. And then everybody has a degree, degree is now like a high school diploma or something like that. And then people without degrees, if anything happens in their industry, they're left high and dry. Uh, oh, oh, the, the, again, uh, my, my, I, I'm going to cut up in that case, Jesse. Just recently, I was listening to those interviews from those big giant, uh, those Silicon Valley successful right. business people. You know what they said? We don't care what degree do you have. They don't right. care. They don't care the PhD or master or whatever. They what just, about bachelor? They, they just care your attitude. They just okay. your passion. They don't care, trust me. There are so many people uh, making a billions of dollars. They never gone to school or high school and even the university, they were dropped out. There are so many people. Don't worry about the next 40, 50 years. Most probably maybe people may not go. They might have a different study pattern. Alan Marks just to go recent their, their interview, he was saying, I don't care. I never see anyone's. I did see that he said something about uh, MBAs are ruining my company or something. See, see, that's, <laughs> that's the point, man. Yeah, I get, I get you, man. Yeah, I just say it. It sometimes people say that, and it does. It sticks in my head, you know. But 
No, 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 don't. You would not, you would not have any regret at that time. Maybe for now, it is true. I do have a PhD. That's why I got a, a professor job at Centennial. That is different case. But uh, you know, your scenario is different. You don't want to spend like another 10 years doing PhD. That's too long. No, 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 no. That's no. too long, my Absolutely. friend. You don't want that. Your whole productive life is gone. If you spend 10 years just going to school, <laughs> don't go for that. My suggestion is six month, one year program, do it. Just try to get in those type of professional job. Once you have that, there is an upgrading every time. Mm. Do the extra courses, you know, the night class or online classes, and you can do it. There are so many online courses now for, offered from American universities and even Canadian universities. You don't have to go. It is not because of the pandemic. It was before the pandemic. There were universities, they were just giving online courses, programs. I have a faculty member, my colleagues, many of my colleagues are doing PhD and MBA, online MBA. What the online means? Instead of you watching TV, just start after you come back from work, uh, for a few hours you spend your time on a computer and do that job, that degree as well. That is possible. But your first priority is now getting a job. And my suggestion is don't get, don't be involved, don't spend your time just for getting a surviving job. Right. Well, I mean, I do have a job, but I need. Yeah. So I want you to should have... not be. You should not be relying on those jobs that if it doesn't have any, any, any steps, further step to progress. Right. Yeah. No, the steps are like, you know, uh, you can work up to become like the, the construction coordinator of like a film set or something like that. And I think yeah. you make quite a bit of money, but at the same time, like, I don't want to be walking around construction sites, breaking my back till I'm 60. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I appreciate your advice. I think, uh, yeah, we talked on a very, like just this one specific thing, like going to school and stuff, but it yes. was my definitely a very big help for my, like clearing, yes. clearing my head sort of and putting the ideas out there. Thank you so much, doctor. I, I wish you for the great success, you know, just uh, let me, no, after six months or one year, send us the good news. That we'll okay, I will. About that. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. I appreciate it. We hope that Dr. Durrell's advice was helpful to both our guest and anyone else out there listening. Please continue to stay safe, stay home, and follow the City of Toronto safety measures like social distancing, wearing masks, and so forth. Thank you for joining us for episode two of COVID Conversations. In the next episode, we'll discuss mental health struggles during COVID-19. Make sure to subscribe to the Centennial College podcast on SoundCloud, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, and Spotify.